who are you teaching? Who are you shepherding? Who are you leading? Where's the flock behind you? What are you doing to move God's message forward? Good morning, Christian America. It's Focus on the Family Friday. Who are you focusing on? Who in your community? Who in your family? Who among those around you? Are you leading in the right direction? Are you leading towards Christ? Are you spreading God's message? It's on us. We are the royal priesthood. How do we know that? Because scripture tells us so. So let's talk about that more this morning as we focus on the family this Friday. Good morning, Christian America. So good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American T-shirt company coming to you on another glorious Friday. The week is almost done. Work is almost complete for these uh, past five days. It's the last day of the week, and it's time to prepare ourselves for some downtime, hopefully. Hopefully, you are blessed enough with an opportunity to spend the weekend, to spend some downtime uh, away from the hustle and bustle of the daily grind of employment or school or wherever it is that you spend your week, and you get a chance this weekend to spend it with some family and friends, those that you love to be around, and hopefully those that love to be around you. And that's what we're going to talk about to, uh, today, this Friday, as we focus on the family, uh, specifically the books of Peter. Okay, we want to look at the books of Peter in the New Testament, Peter 1, or 1 Peter and 2 Peter. And the reoccurring theme that Peter's trying to talk to us as followers of Christ. He's, he's sending out these letters and he's given a message. He's given a message to one another, to, to the other followers of Christ, those uh, that would follow him, those that are following Paul. He references Paul in the second book of uh, Peter and the good works that need to be done, the faith that we need to have, and uh, the fellowship. And not only the fellowship, but the shepherdship that the followers of Christ need to take on, that are called to take on, that are required to take on. That's us, that's you and I. It's followers of Christ, true believers, knowing that we have a duty amongst ourselves not only to act appropriately, not only to put Christ first, not only to do good works, not only to, to, to seek Him individually, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, every, in every which way to seek Christ everywhere around us. We, we're commanded to do that, but we're also called to, to take an extra step, to take it one step further. And that one step further is to be shepherds upon ourselves. Take on the role of leader. Take on the role of priest. Take on the role of shepherd. He uses these terms. He uses these terms to address the followers here. And if the followers here, when he wrote this, are followers of Christ. So the followers today are still the followers of Christ. They're still you and I. They're still the ones who are seeking to do the right things. Seeking what God is calling us to do. Every true believer, every follower of Christ, and I would you know, go on a limb and go out on a limb and say that every person walking this earth, you know, every adult is inherently, intrinsically seeking their purpose in life. That question has been around 
since people have been around, what is the purpose of life? What is the purpose of my life? What is the purpose of your life? Are those different? Are they the same? How are they the same? How are they different? Well, one of the things that we do know if you believe scripture is that we're made in God's image. And we're made to, 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 to do his works, to, to listen to his commands. And if we listen to his commands, that's what the Old Testament is all about. Here are a list of commands. At, at an infant age, at the age of intellectual infancy, among the scriptures. And here are all the things that you will and won't do. This is how you live. This is how we live in a society. This is what makes us makes us into better individually. This is what makes us better in a community. This is what makes us better in, as a governance and a, and, a, and a community together and a statehood and different tribes. And, and God takes us through these things. And as Christ comes along in the New Testament and Jesus comes along and he, and he starts to explain the spirit of the law not simply the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law, the why. Why are we doing these things? Why do these commands matter? Command, they matter because, not only because God said so, but because this is how we interact with one another, and this is how we live a more purposeful life. This is how we, how we, how we live a more peaceful life internally. Just think about the things that Christ teaches us about forgiveness. Forgiveness is not free for the person that you're forgiving. Forgiveness is for you. When you forgive somebody, you're relieved of the stress of having that, that argumentative uh, relationship, that cloud that hangs over every time you see this person or you, you see their name pop up on your caller ID. Or if you think that you're going to be in the same location as this person, as, as the same uh, surroundings as this person. You're like, ah, oh, man, I don't want to be around that person. She or he wronged me, and I don't, and you feel that, 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 that hole in the pit of your stomach, that anxiety, that anxiousness, that sickness. Maybe some of us feel anger and bitterness and resentment towards them. That stuff will kill you. It will kill your spirit. It will kill your mind. It will kill, it'll kill your body. So Christ comes and talks about forgiveness, not for that person, but for you, so that you can live your life, the life that you were meant to live, which circles back around. Why are we meant to live? We're meant to live to follow Christ, to seek goodness, to, to obey his commands. And if we do these things, not only will we feel better, not only will we do better, not, not only will we live better, but the life that we live will help others because you are compassionate to other people, because you are forgiving to other people. You are loving to one another as he calls you to. And in that, not only do you live better, not only does the person live better, but everyone around you lives better. We all live a little bit better. We all live easier. We all feel a, a, a sense of belonging to one another, a sense of compassion for one another. What Christ says to love one another as you love yourself. It's in this light that 
this uh, of what we know what we know as Christian followers what we know as believers in Christ what we know inherently to be true just because it feels right but also because scripture tells us it's right because Christ said that it's right and it's in this light that we that Peter's writing to followers of Christ and he says that if you that if you're a follower of Christ in uh, 1 Peter chapter 2 verse uh, verse 9 he says but you are a chosen people a chosen people you are a chosen people the followers of Christ are a chosen people God has intervened in your life and made himself known to you 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 did you don't come out of the out of the womb just automatically seeking God automatically seeking righteousness automatically seeking to do the right thing he chose you he knitted you in the womb and he chose you and he made himself known to you and because he made himself himself known to you if you've taken it with an open eyes and open heart then you and you've accepted him he's he's chosen you and it goes on to say you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation the Christian nation a nation amongst ourselves a royal priesthood someone who instructs others who leads others a nation a holy nation that leads others does that not exemplify something that you associate our country with or what at least at least what it should be should we not be a holy nation should we not be a nation centered around the you know following Christ and believing Christ seeking believing in God seeking his work and his and his wisdom and should we not be in a nation of priests a royal priesthood who then as a nation of believers that could then lead others towards Christ lead other nations out of darkness lead other nations out of poverty lead other nations out of spiritual darkness lead other nations out of spiritual poverty paganism would that not be the country that you would want to live in that we would want to live in an organization a community a holy nation of royal priests is that not something that you want Peter's saying you are it you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light is that not what we are is that not what has happened to us if we believe in Christ if we know the things that I have already talked about if we know that he made us in his image he breathed life into us and that we are to follow his words and his commandments through the spirit of the law that Christ has given us are we not then called to do more are we not then called to spread that message to be that royal priesthood are we not then called to do that I believe we are called I believe we are called to do that and who better can we do that tool to around than our families than our friends our children our spouses 
our neighbors. Who better than to spread this message? Who better than to be around than, and, and, and to lead than them? If you turn to chapter 5, so 1 Peter chapter 5, it talks about being an elder. So, And now I'm speaking to you, adults. I'm speaking to you, the people that, 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 are, that are grown, the grown folks in the room. I'm speaking to you. I'm not speaking to you. Peter's speaking to you. He says, to the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder and a witness of Christ's sufferings, who also will share in the glory to be revealed. That's him identifying as one of you, as one of us, as an adult in the room, as a believer of Christ. One, he's saying, who saw Christ, who saw his sufferings, who followed him throughout this period of time. He says, be shepherds of God's flock. Be what of God's flock? Be shepherds of God's flock. That is under your care, watching over them. Not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be. Not because you have to. Not because you're obliged to. Not because you're forced to. But because you want to. You want to be a leader amongst your community. You want to be a leader amongst your family. You want to be a leader amongst your friends. You want to be a leader among your congregation. You want to be a leader in society. You want to be a leader in your community. Peter is saying, be a shepherd. If you are an adult in the room, if you are an adult in the room, it's time for you to be a shepherd. It's time for you to stand up and take your rightful place amongst the royal priesthood, amongst the holy nation, to be a shepherd, to be a shepherd amongst your family. He calls us to do that. He calls us to be leaders. He calls us to be royal priests. He calls us to be shepherds that lead our flock. What is a shepherd? What is a shepherd? Now that you've been called to be a shepherd, now that you've been called to be a leader, what is a shepherd? What is a good shepherd? Well, if you turn to John chapter 10, the Gospel of John chapter 10, it talks of, Jesus talks about what a shepherd is. And the difference between a shepherd and a hired hand. And Jesus calls himself the good shepherd, one who will lay down his life for his flock, as opposed to the hired hand. The hired hand watches the sheep on a transactional basis. He gets paid to do so. He doesn't really want to do so. He's obliged to do so because he has a verbal contract to get monetary uh, compensation to watch over this flock, but he's got no vested interest in the flock. And when the wolf comes, as Jesus says, the hired hand's gonna run away because he's not gonna attack, he's not gonna wrestle with this wolf. He's not gonna endanger himself with this wolf because he's just a hired hand. He's not, he's, he's hired to watch the flock. He's not necessarily hired to protect the flock. But the good shepherd, what does the good shepherd do? The good shepherd will lay down his life for his flock. The good shepherd will seek out the lost sheep, even one. Out of 99 that are here and one is lost, he's going to go seek out that one and he will rejoice when that one is found. He's the good shepherd. 
So now Christ has told you, this is what a good shepherd is. I am a good shepherd. I will lay down my life for my flock. Peter's calling you to be a good shepherd. As what? As an elder, as an adult, as an adult in the room, as someone educated, as the follower of Christ. He's saying in, 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 in 1 Peter chapter 5, be a shepherd of God's flock that is under your care watching over them. Not because you must, but because you are willing as God wants you to be. God wants you to want this. So as you sit around this Friday and you finish up the rest of the work before the week is over, remember that God wants you to want to be a leader in Christ, in your community, in your family, in your country. As we sit silently by and watch the tragedies of the world, we could stay in the confines of our own homes we can stay in the confines of our own churches. We can stay in the confines of our own small circle. Or we can do what scripture calls us to do. And that's to be a royal priesthood. That's to be a shepherd. That is to lead the flock in the right direction. That is to follow Christ as best as we can and encourage other people to do the same every conversation you have should have some kind of direction towards Christ every conversation you have should have some kind of direction towards Christ we'll get into that a little bit more in a separate podcast because I got to flush some things out on, on that topic but thank you for tuning in and continue to support the Christian American community by going to ChristianAmericanTees.com pick yourself up a Christian American tee tank, sweatshirt or hoodie we have tribal tees made in America uh, regular cotton tees like this that are made in America we have Christian American hats that are made in America we have tank tops that are Christian uh, that are made in America as well Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. You can sport it just like I sport it everywhere I go, anywhere that I go. And I make friends and people come up to me and they, can, and they, and they, they, they inquire about where they can find uh, apparel and tees like the one that I have on with the Christian American logo. And, and I point them to ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's how we spread one message at a time, one person at a time, one conversation at a time one sheep at a time one mem one member of the flock at a time that's what we do we, and we lead we're called the lead also continue to support this podcast so we're going through some hang-ups with the uh with facebook right now we're going through some hang-ups with, with facebook uh, i don't know we can't say for sure if they're downgrading our posts if they're downgrading our videos but we believe that they are so go to youtube.com, search Good Morning Christian America. It's youtube.com, search Good Morning Christian America, and subscribe to the Good Morning Christian America podcast. Subscribe to this podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We've been coming at you now for about nine months or so. 
and uh, subscribe to the podcast. That way you get updates when we release new videos and you stay abreast of the Christian American message in the Christian American community. If you're on the go a lot or if you like just the audio a little bit better so you can listen while you move around, go to Anchor Podcasts, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Google Podcasts, go to Spotify or anywhere else. Search your phone for the for the app that has podcasts. Type in Good Morning Christian America and subscribe to our podcast. It lets us know that you're out there, that you're listening, that you're subscribing. And then, and if you have a topic or something that you are struggling with, let us know. Send us a message. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parler, and like and follow and retweet and share our content to be that leader amongst your friends to be that leader and that shepherd amongst your community that's how we do this it's the only way we're going to lead our families our communities our countries and our nation in the right direction and with that ladies and gentlemen until monday you guys stay on fire for christ stay blessed good morning christian america